what is up you guys welcome back to another episode of ali connects podcast and thank you like thank you so much for taking the time out clicking on this episode clicking the play button turning up your volume to a decent frequency a comfortable frequency and listening to me and just being a part of this conversation i appreciate you and i just want to say that i I love the fact that I'm able to sit here and just have a conversation with myself, but also have someone else listening to it, you know, um, that really means a lot. So thank you for tuning in. With that being said, I want to jump right in today's topic right quick, because this is something that I have been struggling with <laughs> for like the past year. And I don't know how many of you guys have the same thing as well, but I have crazy baby fever Honestly, like my baby fever is through the roof and I'm not sure if it's healthy. But what I really want to talk about is the fact that as a whole, I feel like um, considering the fact that I talk to my friends and I talk to other family members, even people in relationships. And I noticed that the topic of having children is sometimes considered like oh my god, so early? Why are you thinking about that right now? Like, don't you want a career? Don't you want to work and build something? Which, you know, I get it. Like, I honestly, I get it. But there's a part of me that really wants to start a family. And the fact that everyone around me, well, most people around me, are so focused on, like, their career and Uh, building an empire or something you know like just getting and growing up the ladder financially and professionally that's sometimes a little bit intimidating and I, I it this is just me personally I'm not sure if you guys also have this but it sparks like this insecurity in me you know like I feel um that I'm doing something that isn't right or isn't that I'm not ready for, which in it in itself is my own way of thinking. It's my own perception on like how I view myself in the world and, you know, comparing myself to other people as well. And they do say that comparison is the thief of joy. And I heavily, heavily b- believe this because when it comes to other things, like just comparing yourself to other people, to their lifestyles, to their relationships... It really takes away the fact that you are not able to appreciate what you have. And nowadays, we live in the digital age. Like, we see hours and hours of content being put forward in front of our faces about people and their accomplishments and their their attributes, their physical features that are popping. And it's just like... You know, that's the time we live in and there's nothing we can do about it besides being more in tune with how we perceive it. And that's what I'm kind of learning to do now. Like before I used to be really insecure. Well, you know, sometimes I still am and I'm pretty sure we all are um, insecure about little things like, oh, this girl is prettier than me or this guy just bought a new car. I want a new car. I want a new house. I want money. I want kids. I want a family. Once you have it, there's always something else that you're going to want. So I'm slowly learning to appreciate where I am and how I got here. But yes, back to the topic of baby fever. 
I've been seeing a lot of like YouTube vlogs and Instagram pictures of people who are pregnant and have been on their journey towards pregnancy, giving birth, etc., etc. And I really have an ultimate desire to be a mom. But I'm scared, you know, I'm scared that uh, I won't be the mom that I want to be. Um, simply because of the fact that we live in such a difficult time right now and I don't know what the future is going to look like. So I don't want to bring someone into the world where they're going to have to punish or suffer or struggle. So that's kind of like my internal dilemma. But I also do want a family, you know, I want to start my own line of Gener- breaking generational curses i saw this post on facebook a couple of days ago and it was like you should be the black sheep of the family like start your own family break generational curses fear guilt shame just get rid of all those things and start your own lineage that's kind of where i'm at you know like i do want to start a family and go into a deeper and more loving understanding of my generational line you know like teaching my kids about what it's like to live in a world where love isn't always present you know hate is actually more present than love it's very very hard to find genuine people who love and care uh without attachments you know so that's kind of where i'm at i'm stuck between actually really developing my own family or Um, just waiting it out and see what happens for the future and I've spoken to other people like about this I've spoken to my friends I've spoken to my sister to my mom uh, to my boyfriend and everybody has like a different view you know like we're kind of in a headspace where it's like uh, we want to be financially stable we want to provide a good life for a kid you know but it's it's so taboo you know, just being 23 and already having the, these thoughts of starting a family, it's like, wait, am I too young? Am I missing out on something? You hear other people saying that um, your 20s is like the the best time of your life to just live and have fun and be free. And then on the other hand, you're hearing people saying that having a kid early is the best thing ever because you you have a friend, you know, like you grow up with your kid and then when you're old you can chill and be free um and your kids are still able to take care of you because they're old enough to understand what you're going through so everybody kind of has like a different perception and also marriage like there's this uh stigma that you should get married and then have kids but is that really like um it's the norm now but you know like aren't we in the time of breaking traditional norms aren't we in the time of doing things um, outside of the box so sometimes I feel a little bit pressured where I really have the desire to become a mom and uh, start my process of coming off of birth control and just doing what it takes to have a family but then on the other hand I'm thinking logically like are we financially ready what the world is gonna look like so yes that has been my my thought process with all of this and i'm not gonna lie it's been difficult it's been really really difficult i'm internally having struggles with am i in the right headspace for uh any of this but probably not so we'll just keep it late (laughs) i probably won't have kids for 
the near future so let's just keep it you know sane but anyway i found this cool quiz game online and it's questions you should answer before becoming a mom and i thought it would be really fun to see like what my answers would be now and what your answers would be as well um compared to like when we actually or when i actually do have kids and i look back on this episode i'll be like yeah no i actually don't think that would work so yeah i think this would be pretty fun so let's see the first one true or false all girls like dolls you know growing up i also was not a fan of dolls like i'm not sure if you were but I really didn't have any dolls, didn't really have much toys. Um, but I was more into like physical uh, games, you know, like playing board games and puzzles and shit like that. But when it comes to dolls, I don't I don't really think um, all girls like dolls. I think that's a very, very big stereotype. Okay, the next question is, how can you control a child's addiction to electronic devices? wow Ah, that's a tough one um i don't even know how i can control my own addiction to electronic devices but um for me i would say that you know let kids be kids um i mean growing up we all had like psps and play uh xboxes ds's whatever it was but obviously nowadays it's way more intense and the screen time is way more than it was back in the day uh but I would say, you know, let them have electronics for the weekend and then during the week they go to school and they have to kind of like earn their way to the weekend to get the electronic device. I'm not sure if that makes sense. Let them probably like go outside and use the device so that they're in a uh, external environment, but you know, it, it still kind of persuades them to like not look at the screen so much. So maybe that could be an idea of how to control their addiction. I think it's also really monitoring them because a lot of these times you, you're you so focused on the screen yourself that you don't even notice what the kid is doing on the screen, you know. So I would say it's, it has to do a lot with monitoring. Uh, of course, it comes from the parents, but having your kid do more educational stuff and like um, cognitive stuff that would help them with their development later on. I think electronics can be useful. I'm not saying that all electronics are bad. But yeah, nowadays kids are really, really addicted to uh, electronics. I have a niece and nephew. And man, those kids are glued to their screens, bro. Like every time I call my sister, my nephew is always on his game or playing uh, uh, Fortnite or whatever it is. Even as big horseback adults that we are now, it's, it's the same way. So I mean yeah it's it's really just about being able to monitor them and giving them the knowledge to understand that too much is not good how can you ensure that a child enjoys reading in the future when they get older Ooh, that's a good one reading is fundamental and i think reading is like the first first way that we get to understand the world you know as kids um, I remember reading like dictionaries when I was like four or five years old. I would like look through the dictionary and that's how I would learn certain words. Um, even like having my kindergarten teacher read to us, that was very uh, impactful in the way that I perceived words and sentences and feelings and stuff like that. So how to ensure that 
kids enjoy reading in the future, I would say is to give them the opportunity to read and make reading fun. So put them in an environment, not like a boring ass library where it's super dead and there's no creative um, aspect to it. But make it fun, you know, like um, have like a reading night with your kid and you guys discuss a book together or uh, make it like a, a weekly thing. So whoever reads the most book wins like uh, a, gay, a day to the park or something or a day to the, the amusement park, something like that. Make them earn it. So for every book they read, they get like five dollars or something. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you know, you discuss the book with them. And then if you feel that it's up to par with the discussion that you're having, you know, give them $5. I think that's a a cool way to reward them. Which one of these is the most important in a child's life? Stability, popularity, toys, or doing fun things? Uh, Most important between stability, popularity, toys, and doing fun things. I have to say all of these are kind of important in a child's life because they each contribute to uh, cognitive abilities and the way that the child uh, is socially developed. But from personal experience and seeing how jacked up my childhood was, I would say stability is probably the most important thing that you can give a child. Simply because stability is like a given, you know, like, that's something you have to give your kid stability safety food um the necessities that's what kids need in order to be safe and to be functionable um but yeah my childhood wasn't very that very much that stable um my parents were getting divorced and everything was kind of like all over the place so yeah i think uh for me if i had to change one thing to make it better from my childhood i would say stability true or false it is important that a child sees you as someone who never makes mistakes no 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 we are not perfect we cannot give them a false illusion that we're these perfect um creatures just walking around the earth making no mistakes and you know just doing things and making it happen without any trials or tribulations no 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 one thing my sister teach uh teaches my nephew and my niece and i see this firsthand because i was there when she was pregnant and i remember looking at her train them and teach them values of life even till now like once sometimes when i call her they're talking about real life shit like gun violence and um, racism in the u.s and stuff like that and my nephew is 12 and my niece is 14 or 15. I'm not really sure because they're growing every year. So I don't really remember their ages. But roughly that's how old they are. And my sister ensures to tell them uh, mistakes and how hard life was for her back in the day. You know, because we come from like a poor family and uh, food just probably wasn't even available to us at some point in life. And she makes sure that she teaches them about these things and makes sure that they understand that mommy and daddy going to work every day isn't uh, the norm. It's something that they do so that they can provide for the family. And the food on the table is because daddy woke up at 5.30 in the morning to go to work. And the nice iPhone that you have is because mom spent her ass working 
nine to five every day or eight to four every day so you know it's important to let them know uh that you're also human and that you this is from only what i've seen that you also make mistakes you know like you're not perfect and sometimes i i see that she has mental breakdowns like sometimes she's just out of it sometimes when i call my sister she's just really just out of it and it's important that we you know like teach children to understand that sometimes mommy's tired or sometimes daddy just doesn't want to talk and that's okay you know i think if they're smart enough they'll they'll understand it so false it is important that your child sees you as someone who never makes mistakes i think that's super super false and the last one um what can inflate a child's ego in a negative way what can inflate a child's ego in a negative way we've got here too much praise lots of educational puzzles too much chocolate and video games which one of these four can inflate a child's ego i would say too much praise I think if you praise your child for every little thing that they do, they eventually start to think that their shit don't smell. And uh, yeah, well, your shit stank, fam. So <laughs> humble yourself. We don't want um, our like children of the new generation to be super overconfident because that just turns into arrogance. And who needs that, right? Nobody wants a spoiled brat. Nobody wants someone who's like, uh oh yeah i know everything and you don't have to teach me anything and blah 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 obviously not so praising your kid way too much is not good for their ego at all it's important to instill humble traits and uh, teach your kid how to be down to earth again i'm going to use my sister as an example she really taught my niece and my nephew about um being humble and being very appreciative about where you come from what you have um sharing with other people giving back when someone gives you something you know those are values that you need to instill in kids these days and i notice, like even now in my generation people who are my age i'm meeting tons of different people and i'm i'm being able to see how they are you know how their personalities are that's how you also recognize people who were raised properly and who uh had the right values instilled in them um some people are very selfish some people are super arrogant and ignorant and stuff like that and that comes from home i'm not gonna lie like sometimes we think like oh yeah you know kids learn this and that nah it it comes from somewhere maybe not home per se but yeah the beginning is home and Home is where you learn the basis and the fundamentals of being a good person. So, yeah, I think uh, too much praise can mess up a child's ego. But, yeah, uh, this was fun. I, I, I think I had fun with this. I'm super curious to look back uh, <laughs> when I do actually have a kid and see how my answers were different. And for you guys as well, like, however you perceive these answers really says a lot about you as well your answers are probably different than mine and that's okay you know like everybody has a right to raise their kids however they want to raise their kids but i am in the process of first figuring out what i want to do and when i want to become a mom so yes i hope you guys enjoyed this short episode a little bit intimate but uh sharing personal stories is always helpful 
Yes, and don't forget to follow my Instagram page at AliConnectsPodcast, also on Facebook. And please share, repost, like, comment, just anything that you can do to show some support. Even if it's just a listen, that's also cool. Um, Yeah, just do that. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll speak to you in the next episode. Bye!